There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to episode 42 of the Digital Freemason Podcast for the week of November 27th, 2006. Again, I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be taking along in my excellent adventure through the world of short Masonic educational papers. Some of these papers have been presented in my lodge, King George Lodge, number 59, in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So I think this is going to be the last episode that I pinch off for the, uh, the Rocky Mountain Retreat. I've got a whole month's worth in there. And it's one that I, was, I found kind of interesting. I don't know about where you are, uh, but here in my neck of the woods in Calgary, uh, last part of November, typically the first part of December, uh, has a big smell of uh, officer installation and a whole bunch of new officers coming in, step-up nights, and uh, sort of a renewing as to what it is that, uh, or who it is that's going to be running the lodge for the next year. So this piece was sort of of interest. It uh, talks about what makes a uh, model master of a lodge. It was written by uh, Most Worshipful Brother uh, Mercer Wilson, who was the uh, Grand Master of the Grand Lodge of uh, Canada, I believe in around 1866 or somewhere around there. So we'll just get going on here and uh, talk a little bit about what it is to be model master. To become the model master of a lodge should be the ambition of every brother, and to discharge with efficiency and zeal the duties that important office should be the most anxious of his desires. These duties are not confined to the mere repetition of a few phrases learned by rote, but he should be enabled to instruct the craft, not only as to the meaning and origin of our ceremonies, but also to explain to them the philosophy which is veiled in its allegories and illustrated by its symbols. He should be able, also, to convince his brethren that all science and art, legitimately directed, are but lines that radiate towards the great I AM, that the sciences are the media by which we are led to contemplate the goodness, greatness, wisdom, and power of the great architect of the universe and that the arts are the modes by which we have developed our expressing of sense and admiration of the wondrous glories of the Almighty Father, which has scattered around us. The master of a lodge should also in life, as in his conversation, be the model of for his brethren to admire and imitate, and should himself practice out of the lodge those great moral doctrines and virtues which he inculcates within its walls. He should be punctual and methodical in all things, and by both his character and conduct command the respect, the esteem, and the good will of all men. For, as the master is supreme in his lodge, and distinguished by his position in the craft, so should he also be distinguished as the possessor of an ir- irreproachable character, a dignified demeanor, an expanded intellect, and a liberal education. Happy and prosperous must those lodges be which are governed by such men, their time of meeting is looking, looked forward to by the brethren with the most pleasing anticipation. Prompt at the hour, every brother is at his station, and the work is carried out with pleasure and profit. The worshipful master who presides over his lodge with ability, firmness, and decision, whose manner is courteous yet dignified, whose decisions are consonant with the reason and Masonic law, and who dispenses light and information among the craft, will ever be regarded by his brethren as one who is entitled to their highest respect and their most fraternal regard. The anxious inquirer after truth and light feels that he may appeal with confidence and safety to such a ruler of the lodge, 
as to one who is not only able to and willing to reward and advance him accordingly to his ability and worth, but to one whose duty and high privilege it is to diffuse the beams of light and to scatter abroad the seeds of truth. The aspirant, animated by the love of truth, uninfluenced by mercenary motives, duly appreciating the philosopher's adage that knowledge is power, and prompted by higher desires, eagerly presses forward, believing in a nobler destiny and aspiring after a brighter record. It is the master's duty to assist him in his research. It is his high privilege to pour the balm of instruction over the mind, to fill it with light, to stir up its powers, and to raise it to its properly supremacy over matter. It is for him to bestow upon the neophyte, if he finds him worthy unqualified, not only wealth but power also, not the wealth that corrupts its owner, nor the power which enslaves its dependent, but the ennobling wealth of wisdom and the enduring power of knowledge. The financial affairs of the lodge are managed by such a master with prudence and economy, and he regards debt due either by or to his lodge peculiarly as debts of honor, and takes care to have them promptly arranged. The brethren, loving the man and respecting his authority, submit to his decision with cheerfulness and a clarity, and are ready at all times to aid him in his efforts to advance the interest of the order. The cement which with he is bound to the brethren together is not confined to the lodge-room, but is carried out into the world, and practical illustrations of friendship and brotherly love are daily exemplified. Time will now not permit me to enlarge on the various qualities and virtues which adorn the, ma the model master. I must therefore leave the subject for the present, and conclude by remarking that I feel proud and happy in being enabled to say that, I believe, we, are among, we have among us many masters and past masters of lodges who are an honor to the fraternity and the order, many who are not only masters of men but also of work, and who are indeed entitled to the proud distinction of being regarded as the cream of the craft. So there it is, what it is that makes a uh, model master of a lodge. I've been fortunate in my years at King George Lodge to have been uh, blessed with having a great deal of uh, good masters, uh, visionaries uh, who are taking the lodge in the right direction and are actively working at it. Uh, in my, all my visiting that I've done, I've seen some not-so-good masters. And it's amazing how much more, even as a visitor, how much more enjoyable it is to sit back and enjoy watching and participating with the, uh, a good master and a good set of officers. So, as, uh, as I said earlier, if, um, if you're getting ready to do your installation here for the new Masonic year, all the best to you and congratulations. And uh, if you've already done that, then hopefully you've set in motion all that it takes to be a good master as well as uh, have a good complement of officers around. So until next time, I've been your host, Scott, and uh, thank you for listening to the Digital Freemason. If, uh, if you'd like a copy of this article, you can visit our website at www.kinggeorgelodge.com. Or if you've got any comments or ideas for uh, future topics, email me at podcast at kinggeorgelodge.com. Until next time, be sure to keep the shiny side up.